Kansas City's talk show for throttle junkies, motorheads, and anyone who loves rocking the driver's seat. From barn fresh to concour ready, Road Muscle Radio parks the latest news and the biggest names in rolling thunder right in your ears. Let's welcome your show hosts, 30-plus year radio veteran, author, playwright, lousy karaoke singer, and lover of fat and freaky American classic cars, Mark Catfish Groves, and freelance automotive journalist, senior auction analyst for Sports Car Market Magazine and American Car Collector Magazine, writer and editor of ReadTheDriven.com, Brett Hatfield. Let's put the pedal to the metal. Road Road Muscle Muscle Radio is on the air. From the magnificent Cowlick Media offices located in my basement, welcome to Road Muscle Radio. I'm Catfish Groves. I'm Brett Hatfield. Be sure to check out Road Muscle Radio on Facebook, on Twitter, and at RoadMuscleRadio.com. There we'll have links. We've got our blog, which kind of has some of the stuff from the show. Uh, We've got events that you can find. And, of course, we've got the podcasts. Coming up in this episode of Road Muscle Radio, Cybertruck Alive! How to make a new GT500 better by making it old. (laughs) (laughs) A car site brags on itself. And a hit list of the most expensive motorcycles ever. You did that just for me. Yes, I did. Thank you. And in segment two, Jim Rowlett, he's the marketing director for the National Street Rod Association, is going to join us to talk about the Mid-American Nationals 2020 happening. Yes, happening i know you're going to be shocked by this but i am an nsra member oh dude card carrying just like i'm a member of every other card club and a smart one uh that's uh happening in springfield missouri next month it is happening we'll talk about it it's huge speaking of stuff going on what has been going on with cars for you brett uh, working on the Harley truck, making it prettier all the time. You are, you're like kind of obsessed with the Harley truck. Hey, that thing had a hard life when my dad owned it. <laughs> he rode that thing like a rented mule. Huh? <laughs> it needs some love. Huh? She's, she's slowly but surely coming back and the paint's really starting to wake up and the wheels are all nice and shiny. But in addition to that, uh, big motorcycle goings on this weekend. Uh, at, we talked about this last week. Uh, Post-19 American Legion in Gardner, Kansas had their annual Legion hop, the ALR, uh, American Legion Riders. And we went Saturday, rode 200 miles. Oh, I think we nice. hit every bar in rural Missouri and Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, came back to the Post, and then we had a, uh, a raffle and an auction there. And by the time I got ready to leave, it was raining. So I rode home on my bike, covered with bugs and rain and road grime and everything else under the sun. And the next day took $10 at the car wash to get all the grime oh my God. and bugs and garbage and everything else. I <laughs> thought those white walls would never be white again. Why didn't you just ride it through the automatic car wash, you know, man up and stuff? I thought about it. I just didn't. <laughs> I just didn't think it'd do a good enough job on the tires. <laughs> okay, good point. <laughs> uh, but uh, other than that, it was a very, very good uh, Legion hop. We had a lot of fun. And coming up in October, we will have our Toys for Tots ride. Oh, I'll be cool. sure to tell you about that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, more motorcycle stuff, more car stuff. I even polished on Vlad a little bit. Oh. So. Make the shiny shinier. Oh, yeah. Well, so everybody's got to have a release. <laughs> You're not wrong. How about you? Did, what'd you hunt down? Well, I did talk to the fellow who owns that 56 Plymouth up in uh, up in Indiana, calling, and uh, it's it sounds good. I um, he, he's supposed to send me uh, text me some pictures, some more pictures of it, of the underbody, etc. Apparently, he sold uh, sells cars, buys cars, etc., and has had this one for a while. It's got, especially for the very small price tag on it, it has you know a few blemishes. Okay, uh, you got a you know speedo cable and front the windshield's cracked, and you know this and that type of thing. But uh, it runs. It's licensed. Uh, it supposedly doesn't have any holes in it, and I'm like, well, for that price, that's. You know what? Just as I, long I, as this guy isn't a preacher from Arkansas. Uh, preaching, no, pre- no preachers from Arkansas. Last, 
last two preachers from Arkansas <laughs> you dealt with preached in the house of Satan. Yeah, it was a it was a not a good experience. No. You didn't exactly stand up for the book. The book of <laughs> NADA or the other one. Uh-huh. So um uh, I'm hoping I got my fingers crossed, still waiting for those pictures to arrive, and then I, I got all uh, yesterday, I, I've been working on the house. I've had two days off, right? Yeah. From work. So uh, what do I do? But I'm working on the house. and uh, Learning how to drywall. Drywall, fun, mudding, <laughs> good times. Man, that dust tastes awesome. I told you you should have called. I'm mm, dust. But uh, the bathroom's looking good up there. And then uh, we tore apart the bathroom downstairs, got a new pedestal sink, blah, 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 blah painted it, yada, yada. And uh, had to go out and get three, you know, some paint rollers. And this is all car related because you had to haul everything well, home in the that's car. That's where I'm getting to uh-huh. it because I went to go get the uh, 11 inch paint rollers to make it easy because all, all we had was a paintbrush at the time. And uh, went out to the truck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, luckily, uh, Advance Auto is right next to Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Those so, they, uh, they sell an Optima Red Top. You know, yeah. And uh, $200 at Advance Auto because as we uh, replaced the battery, battery, I was looking at my serpentine belt. And I'm like, you know, uh, having crack is a, it's a bad habit and it's a bad serpentine belt. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my serpentine belt was full of crack. So I bought a new one, and and that is, uh, it was insanely easy to put on. I'm embarrassed at how easy it was, and I've spent like two years with that little bit of a whine of it slipping, and uh-huh. I'm like, God, I can't pay the hundred and fifty, hundred ninety dollars mark because I'm a cheap bastard. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was forty bucks for the belt, and it was five freaking minutes. Uh huh. I felt stupid, uh-huh. but also empowered. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. As long as it keeps charging the battery back up, you did it right. So uh, the battery's good, serpentine belt's good, and let's keep our fingers crossed on that 56. You know, you up. could always consider getting a new truck. No. You could consider getting a new electric truck. Oh, dude. I, oh, in the news, if I could afford this in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, Tesla is uh, going to make the monsters finally. They said bye-bye to California, howdy to Austin, Texas. Timing was probably not great on that, but that's a whole different story. Now we get tasty whispers that Tesla is targeting May 21st, 2021, so 2121, as their substantial completion date, quote-unquote, and start building Tesla Cybertrucks. I want to see one of these in the flesh. The real ones. Oh, uh, it's, you know, the goofy, freaking the, awesome. The big Tron looking. Yes. Yes. Pokey and stupid. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I still think the picture that, or I'm not even sure it was a picture. It may have been a, a, a Photoshop. But the Photoshop I saw of one of those towing a DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> it looked it's cool, dude. Like, it's almost like the DeLorean would be the little camper in the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the little tote along. Uh, they're supposed to be coming out now. It could be hitting the road in late spring or summer. Now, this all kind of depends because substantial completion date means that the factory is, for the most part, ready to be up and running. Dude, that's a lot of stuff to get done in less than a year. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because it you know that's going to have to be a, a with a lot of money to do it. Gigantic facility. I don't care how much money you pour out. It times time. Yeah. And it's going to take a little while to get that facility up and running unless they're moving into an established building and just making it work. That's most likely. I'm, I'm sure they found a site that was suitable for uh, transitioning. It would have to be something like that. The work uh, already has begun, and the entire construction will cost about $400 million. The Tesla Cybertruck is expected to be a Class 2B or Class 3 truck. I didn't really know what that means, but apparently, according to the article, by the way, which is from MuscleCarsAndTrucks.com, thank you, um, it means these trucks won't be subject to processes such as crash testing, adding oh. airbags, pedestrian oh. safety, or range testing. Oh, which means we're just going to build a giant stainless steel thing and cut it loose on the public, and good luck <laughs> <Yeah>. to you. <laughs> you can drive it or get buried in it. Mm, there you um, go. According to the article, recent timelines pinned the range-topping tri-motor Tesla Cybertruck to roll off the assembly line by late 2021, followed by less powerful models. Now, they are going to have some competition. The thing is, Tesla's not the only one thinking about this. Rivian. Rivian, Nicola. R1T, R1S are scheduled to go online by June 2021. Yeah. Uh, a few months following will be the 2022 GMC Hummer EV out of Detroit. Which yeah. has a really cool feature. It'll crab sideways. Seriously? Yeah. 
Oh, that's kind of ridiculous. Cool. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Hummers, but I kind of dig that. Well, it's not going to be like the Hummer we remember. Oh, good. <laughs> Yay. Uh, the Bollinger uh, B1 and B2 electric SUV and truck are expected to take place first half of 2021. Lordstown Endurance electric truck. I don't even know what the hell that is. I haven't heard of it. Is expected to begin deliveries out of Ohio. Ohio? Ohio. By early 2021. And... The Nicola Badger. That we talked about on the yes, other show last the badger. week. <laughs> badgers? Uh, we don't need no stinking badgers. Uh, it's a fuel cell EV truck going to be built by GM because, oops, uh, they bought so much of the company, and that's starting in 2022. We'll see what happens with all of these here in the next couple of years. I think it's, it's going to be cool. Uh, lots of cool stuff coming. Now, that Shelby GT500 dropped a little earlier this year. Yeah. And that thing Ooh. is historically vicious, 760 horsepower Humana, and stupid fast. But uh, there's a company, according to an article on Muscle Cars and Trucks, uh, there's a company called Classic Recreations who will take your donor GT500 and spend 2,500 hours updating it to an older GT500. <laughs> yeah, what they're taking – one of your classic Mustangs, you bring a 65 to 68 to them. Yep. And then they go and fill it with GT500 goodness. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, <laughs> made with an entirely carbon fiber body. Yeah. Uh, made by Steve Cor- uh, Speedcore, which will save over 600 pounds over a steel body GT500. And then they jam it full of a Whipple supercharged five liter coyote motor <laughs> cranking out 810 horsepower because, oh you know, that's what you need for commuting. Because, yeah. Uh-huh. Made it to a Tremec T56 six speed manual. Oh. Uh, classic recrea- recreations has also uh, fit upgrades such as a dual adjustable coilover suspension, tubular subframe connectors, high performance wheelwood brakes, a roll bar, hydraulic steering rack, among others. Uh, company claims the Shelby GT500 CR Carbon Edition is a vehicle with a power-to-weight ratio on par with most supercars. It better be. And uh, to go along with that supercar performance, it's got a supercar kind of a price. They start at $298,000. Oh, oh, that's the base model. <laughs> yeah. Well, you bring it home and then you explain to your kids why they're going to. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to live in a box. They're going to they're be going to uh, they're community live in a college. Van. Next to the river. Yeah, you're going to community <laughs> college. You're going to have to get a loan. Oh uh, all, of the, all of the cars made by uh, Classic Recreations uh, are certified by the Shelby Worldwide Registry and come with official serial numbers. That includes each of the 25 carbon-bodied, carbon-fiber-bodied uh, Shelby GT500 CRs. Um, Limited edition. Very nice. Only 25 of these are going to exist. Yeah, but – So 300,000 times 25 <laughs> is a – Butler. Load of money is, okay, yeah, is yeah. more than you and me and not everybody we know. Is, damn. That's a lot of jack. <laughs> yeah, but dude, to be able to uh, check out, go to Road Muscle Radio, uh, click on the link yeah. and check that bad boy oh, out. Oh, and one it's more cool beautiful. thing about it. Purchase also includes a donation to the Carol Shelby Foundation. Aw. So you're doing a good thing. Yeah. And you probably get a balloon. You're doing a good thing. You're going to keep tire companies and uh, <laughs> yeah, insurance companies, insurance companies in business. You're going to piss off your neighbors. You're probably going to contribute to the degradation of the ozone. That's so much win. Eh, could <laughs> be worse. I, and I won't kid you. I'd love to have one. Oh, you kidding me? They dangle the key, oh, yeah. keys in front of me. <laughs> Snatch those in a heartbeat, baby. You know, sometimes you got to toot your own horn. And uh, journal.classiccars.com did just that. Uh, ClassicCars.com reports that its mother company, Collector Car Network, is doing great. Uh, ClassicCars.com is currently ranked as the top online collector car marketplace in the world for traffic and engagement. That's according to AlexaRank. It's an Amazon-owned web traffic reporting tool. ClassicCars.com currently ranks as the 2,954th website in the world. Really that far down? In the world. Well, Well, when you compare it. To, in the world, there are over 1 billion global domains. So I will number- know for the record, they slotted just a little bit above Road Muscle Radio and <laughs> ReadTheDriven.com. Just a kiss. Just, just, just a, a touch. Just a touch. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, uh, with their new AutoHunter.com auction site online, uh, we'll see how much bigger they get. I, I checked out uh, Auto 
autohunter.com mm-hmm. in the fa- in their first week because they had 15 cars up, but you know what? There were no Chrysler New Yorkers. There were no Newports. There wasn't a Plymouth Savoy. There wasn't any Mercury models with the breezeway windows. And the biggest, in my opinion, problem of all, there were no damn Kruggers on any of the cars they had. Oh, there's no accounting for taste. They're dead to me. Here's what's funny is I went to call a buddy of mine who worked for one of the really big auto auction houses uh-huh. and found out he no longer works there. He got zapped by COVID. Oh, the yeah. whole company laid off a lot, a lot of people. And I said, so what are you doing now? He said, oh, I'm working for Auto Hunter. I said, oh. Attaboy, Roy. And this was the day after we talked about it last week. Uh-huh. And I was, Matt, good on you, buddy. So we're going to have Matt Ferguson on eventually to discuss how Auto Hunter's doing, how they opened up, how the auctions are going. And when we do, you can mention to him, hey, damn it, no Craigers. I'm not impressed. Where's my Chrysler's? Where are my Craigers? If it doesn't start with a C, I'm going to start getting pissy. Well, That's what's going to happen. I, I'm sure they can find you. You something. need to you need to bring the class down a little, buddy. <laughs> just, just turn it down. We'll get there. Uh, uh, now, well, speaking of turning up class, though, well, depending upon your perspective, and for me, this is I love this. <laughs> CycleWorld.com came up with a list of 15 world's most expensive motorcycles. Now, keep in mind these aren't these are auction bikes, not you know stuff that came out of. Dubai and is diamond crusted or covered in swarovski crystals. So these are almost you these know, are these are real bikes. Gotcha, real bikes. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, they are classics, and you might be surprised how much our my beloved Harley name does not show up. Whoa! As I sit here in my Harley T-shirt, <laughs> looking good. Uh, uh, their number fifteen pick is a 1926 Bruff Superior SS100. Uh, you can look up uh, videos of Bruff Superior SS100 running on Jay Leno's garage. He's got a 1930 version of his own. Nice. Uh, according to the article, this version is a first-generation SS100, is spindly and raw, meant is scary, <laughs> and uh, despite being incredibly elegant, is an uncompromising machine. Uh, for the record, every bike we're going to read in here, if you ride for any extended period of time, you will put a chiropractor's kid through an Ivy League school. These, so these are all prison rides. Oh, yeah. yeah this is bad th- on your this, butt. This is all, yeah. Every one of gotcha. these is, is a prison beating. Uh, hard inflated 23-inch beaded edge tires, cast iron cylinders up fairly high, which raises the center of gravity up fairly high. Uh, 9.0 to, to 1 compression. And – it's a kickstart, so uh, while <laughs> you, you might want to also get hold of your orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> you know, kick rough start, rough motorcycle, rough motorcycle yeah, kickstart. You well, it means your kickstart leg is three times bigger than the other leg. You <laughs> might have to have your pants uh, custom fitted. Uh, it's a slim, narrow bike, classic and cool, but the price tag on it in 2012 it hammered for four hundred fifty three. Thousand dollars. You could buy a GT five hundred CR edition and have enough money left over for a trailer uh-huh. to live in. Uh huh. Damn. <laughs> It'd be a spiffy trailer too. Yeah, it would. So uh, uh, number fourteen and thirteen were also Bruff motorcycles. Number twelve is a nineteen thirty nine BMW RS two fifty five Ren Sport compressor. Oh, pardon me, I need a moment. You know, I've seen a picture of that bike, and mm-hmm. what's weird is how. Very uh, differently, the Germans approach things, and how very BMW it still is. Yes, because they all seem to have this uh, very there's prevalent a, flavor. There's a through line in the design language yeah. for those, and it's unmistakable. Uh, this was a supercharged bike, hence oh the God. compressor. That's German for supercharged. That's compressor uh, with a K. Yes, <laughs> shaft and bevel double overhead camshaft motor Grand Prix racer that won the 1939 Isle of Man TT. Craziness, absolute craziness. Restore the 1980s from genuine factory race team parts that were stored at the BMW headquarters. Oh my Amazing god, they still have that the those parts. parts would be available. 1939 is pre World War II, and you know what happened to Germany during World War II? It was pretty much flattened. Yeah, so, well, the fact that they exist at all, period. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Uh, very distinctly BMW, seat flat as a pancake, not meant for a human's <laughs> butt, not even meant for your dog's butt. No. 
<laughs> hammered for four hundred eighty thousand dollars in two thousand thirteen. Uh, the bruff, the list has another bruff, a Henderson, a bruff, and another bruff. Lots of, we're bruff heavy. Yes, we are bruff. Then number seven, a 1940 Crocker big tank, a gorgeous beast that hints of a 1930s Harley. Bike came out of Australia, but Crocker is an American company and they're very rare. You do not see those around very often. It's, it's the first I've ever heard of one. And when I saw a picture of it, I'm like, God. That looks so much like a really gorgeous Harley. Yes. Uh, of the time. Yes. And and supposedly very, very well made. Nice. Uh, there are only about 64 Crockers ever built. Uh, this specific one is a second-gen model with larger cast aluminum fuel tanks and improvements and to the cylinder heads. In 2019, Meekum sold this one for five fifty. Ooh, we broke Mach 5. five. 50, over a half a million dollars. Is that oh not God. amazing? For a bike. Uh, yep. Uh, got a 1915 Cyclone, which is basically a bicycle with America's first overhead cam V-twin. And then another Crocker popping up. And then number four, finally, finally, let me sing you the song of my people. Finally, <laughs> a 1907 Harley <laughs> Davidson strap <laughs> tank. It's, Hey, uh, so it's not one of those big fat ones? I, I am – no. It's narrow. It's kind of a thin – it looks like a, an overgrown bicycle, and I think I've seen this one in the flesh. If oh, it's wow. the bike I'm thinking of. Um, let me tell you how, how dyed in the wool I am about this concept. <laughs> My wife and I got married in a Harley dealership, and at the time we got married in 2007, Harley was just finishing construction on the museum. And outside in Milwaukee and outside the museum, they had a bunch of walls. You could buy these three inch uh, wide rivets and have something engraved on them and mounted on the wall. Nice. And as part of our wedding gift to her, I had our names and the wedding date engraved Aww. on a rivet and put on the wall. So in 2008, when we went there, we found our rivet and took pictures of it and went through yeah. the museum and all that stuff. I think I've seen this particular bike, a 1907 Harley strap tank. Uh, it's a single cylinder cycle that looks like your grandpa's trail bicycle after he bought a welder and a 12 pack. <laughs> Not inaccurate. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> uh, this specific Harley was the 94th Harley ever built. As a note, a similar strap tank motorcycle won the 2018 Cannonball going across the USA without a hitch. That's insane. <laughs> and amazing. Meekum sold this Harley, one of, the only one on the list, for $715 thousand dollars oh my god and it was a tie at number four with another crocker that sold for 715k yeah number three Damn. was a crocker number two was another cyclone and finally number one now i love these i uh, i love vincent's i think they're magnificent the we've spoken to a couple people about motorcycles and i've talked to a few other guys everybody i've ever talked to who's had a vincent says they're absolutely uncomfortable as hell to ride <laughs> They weren't made for comfort. They were made for cool. No, cool is was, not comfortable. It was made to turn you into a two-wheel cannonball, and that's it. You know why James Dean had that scowl? It's because yeah. he was cool. Well, he was not comfortable. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> James Dean always looks like his underwear riding up on him. Yep. <laughs> uh, 1951, Vincent Black Lightning, a 100% James Dean compatible yeah, cafe maybe. looking. And this specific one set an Australian speed record in 1953 at 141.5 miles an hour. I've beat that. Uh, only 31 <laughs> Lightnings were ever, ever built. 998cc sold by Bonhams in 2018 for $929,000. Oh, my God. That's all. Uh, that's just a kiss shy of a million. I bet with taxes and everything else. Well, you if you did holy a, if you crap. did a ten percent buyer's premium like they do at most auctions. Yeah, I don't know if they do those on motorcycles, but it wouldn't surprise me. That pushes you over a million. Oh baby. Well, it may have been nine twenty nine with the buyer's premium. It doesn't matter. That's so close that it. it Gee, many Christmas. So <laughs> that thirty or sixty thousand dollar bike you really really want. It's cheap. Go get it. Go get it. <laughs> Dude, nail it down. It's yours. <laughs> or you could do what I do and go find old barn Harleys in the summertime and rebuild them and then ride them and collect bugs in their teeth. <laughs> 
Well, you can find links to these stories and more on our blog at roadmuscleradio.com. Coming up in our second segment, Jim Rallette from the NSRA comes on to tell us about the huge, huge car huge. show. Huge. Coming up in Springfield, Missouri. Which, by the way, is on Classic Route 66, October 16th, 17th, and 18th. Stick around. More Road Muscle Radio is on the way. Back with Road Muscle Radio. You can find us on the web at roadmuscleradio.com, on Twitter at Road Muscle Radio, and on Facebook. Now, if you know somebody that has a cool car, cool story about a car, uh, give us an email at driver at roadmuscleradio.com. We'd love to share their story and, uh, and the cool stuff about the vehicles because we dig it. So bring it on. Now, in here in segment two, Jim Rowlett has the best job in the world. Uh, he gets to talk Wait about. A I thought we had the best job. Oh, we uh, we we're here in this studio. Jim <laughs> gets to talk about super cool events involving lots of horsepower because he's the marketing director for the National Street Rod Association, and he gets to go to the events and be part of them. In a month, Southern Missouri is going to rumble, and Jim is going to tell us why. Jim, welcome to Road Muscle Radio. Hey, it's good to be here. I'll tell you what, it's a. Uh... I may have the best job, but you got the highest paying job. So hey, what can I tell you? <laughs> you lied to him too. <laughs> Say nothing, Brett. Say nothing. Big wheels. No, we are coming. We are coming to Springfield, and I tell you what, we're looking for a great, great time. Uh, it's going to be in in Springfield on the 16th, 17th, and 18th. Uh, it's it's really interesting because this show was originally scheduled to be Memorial Day weekend. And uh, because of COVID and all the things that are going on, we had to shuffle some dates and move some things around. So uh, we're coming to Springfield in October, which is kind of an oddity for us, but that's okay. We're going to make uh, we're going to make a good event out of it. Oh yeah! And this is the twenty sixth time you've done it in Springfield. How long has the NSRA been doing these huge national events? Well, our first event uh, was Street Rod Nationals, nineteen seventy. And uh, oh. it was interesting. I think they had 600 cars and one commercial vendor. So, you know, it was grown from there. Uh, sure. We just did our 50th Street Rod Nationals, uh, the, the granddaddy. We did it last year uh, to the tune of uh, 12, 13,000 cars. So, you know, I, it's, a, it's grown a little. I want to try to wrap my head around that. 12 to 13 thousand cars uh just a, a couple of weeks ago we were i was at greaserama which usually brings in anywhere between nine to thirteen hundred cars and when it's packed this last one there weren't quite as many but you know we're in the days of covid plus it was sure. just hotter than a beat oh, dog it, that it was oh, it was brutal it was a little warm <laughs> it was not good and uh but a lot of people came out it wasn't as high numbers but still when they're absolutely packed Trying to get myself to, you know, be able to see every car is is actually it starts becoming work. There's just so much to see, and it's I, I can't oh, imagine what one of these events is like. Yeah, you can't you can't do it. I told told the guys one time I did the uh, mathematics on uh, the Street Rod Nationals and figured we we're open four days for that event, and if you do the number of hours uh, and divide the number of cars. Uh, if you want to see every car, you've got about seven seconds. And that's if nobody moves. <laughs> it's like the Smithsonian, except cooler. Yeah, yeah but, it's just moving. Better get yourself a golf cart and make good time. Uh, you know, I have. Uh, I will admit, I've got it down to kind of an art because there's a uh, there's a few specific cars that I really like. I'm a I'm a fat Mopar dude, uh, and you can take that in any way. I like fat Mopars, and I'm not exactly small. <laughs> Hey, so hey, it hey, works. Hey. It works on so many levels. I didn't realize that. Anyway, so I, I am uh, specifically looking for crowns and uh, and big, long, pointy cars, and I also like some of the uh, the mid '60s Mercs, and right. uh, and then I go to the the really kind of funky, weird earlier ones, and I'm able to skip around fairly well. But it, even at that, you go to a place with twelve thousand vehicles. There's no way. Now this event happening down in Springfield. Uh, now there's not going to be twelve thousand cars there, but what are the what are the usual numbers for that gathering? 
normally we get about 17, 1800, somewhere around in there. And, uh, you know, of course with the COVID, we don't know what's going to happen. And, uh, the, the events we've done so far, uh, Oklahoma city was about half what we normally have. And, uh, of course the nationals, we did that a couple of weeks ago, 51st anniversary. And, uh, we were down to about 7,400 cars. So you know, down to 7,400. It wow. dropped down a little bit, but the, the key to all of it is to come out with your car and have a good time. You know, we're, uh, it's all about getting out with the cars, doing the things we are going to follow those uh, guidelines that are uh, instituted by the Ozark empire fairgrounds, uh-huh. uh, as far as mask and COVID and, and distancing and those kind of things. So we want to keep our folks safe, but we want to go have a good time as well. And, and, uh, we were a little concerned about that when we went to uh, Louisville, but everything worked fine. You know, everybody paid attention. Everybody did what they needed to do. And, uh, so it worked out really well. So for Springfield, we've got three days, uh, of the event, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, we do some registration and things on Thursday. If you're bringing a car, uh, you can go to uh, the Doubletree there on Glenstone and uh, register in advance. And, uh, you know, if you're coming, and I, I tell everybody, if you live within driving distance of the Ozark Empire Fairgrounds and you want to be a part of this event, bring your car. Yeah. Okay. Uh, come out and register. It's never too late. Uh, we stay well. I say never too late. After 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, it's too late. But uh, <laughs> you, know, you can come register your vehicle, come on out and enjoy the show. And a lot of things going on, uh, you know, for the participants. Tell us about uh, bringing a car to the show. What are the exclusions? What, what are the, uh, the cars that we can bring? Because I know it's, it's somewhat curated. No. Well, what we've done is, uh, you know, we started <laughs> curate. I've never heard us done that. But anyway. It's a fancy uh, word you know, for you can't bring a crap box. <laughs> <laughs> No, what the deal is, really, we uh, uh, we decided several years ago that uh, there's some random numbers that people say you got to be 1972 or you got to be whatever. Right. Uh, we were 19 uh, pre 1949 for a long time, and uh, we decided, hey, let's open it up. We'll do a 30 year rolling date. Uh, we started that several years ago, and it's kind of interesting because now a 30 year rolling date is 19. Uh, uh, 1990, no, no, no. 1990. I could, <laughs> yeah, I know. Not from not is not two from not is. I, I could have brought not my Bronco. No, but you know, we're, we're welcoming cars that are later. And uh, so if you have a car that's 30 years old or older, you're welcome to hey, come out register and come be a part. If you're into Radwood, hello, uh, <laughs> guess what? You have a new home yeah, also. 80th street rods would do it. Well, that's cool. 1990 and earlier. Now, are there any specific elements beyond that? So your car is 1990 or does that mean, uh, does it need to be really souped up or can it be something that's really like it, out of the box classic? It can be out of the box, classic stock, whatever, you know, um, uh, modified. Uh, all we ask is that the car is, uh, uh, street driven inspected. You know, I mean, we want to, you know, yeah. yeah, uh, we really, you know, it's hard for us to bring in a, a quarter mile dragster, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's tough to drive it on the fairground, but, uh, no, we're, we're just gearheads, man. We love cars and, uh, we love folks that own them. So the event is going on for three days. Now, as let's say a spectator comes in, let's say it's somebody that doesn't have his own car yet. Um, what are the days that the spectator quit? Don't point at me. <laughs> I think it's obvious as is with the hate in my voice. Uh, <laughs> spectator gates are open, uh, Adult tickets are $19, children 6 to 12 or $6, and 5 and under are free when accompanied by an adult. And uh, you also have uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're selling discount tickets for the show, uh, $2 off the adult oh, nice. uh, cool. mission. So uh, also, if you're over 60 or if you're active military, we give a $2 discount at the gate. So Very nice. You know, come out and be a part of it. You know, if you're, if you're buddy with a 61 and bring you down there, uh, and register the car, you'll get two passes for the whole weekend Ooh. with the car. I might even so, let you drive another car I got. I could be your support crew. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's me with the rag <laughs> shining stuff. That's about as far as I go. Miss a spot. <laughs> Tell us about the vehicles, uh, the the judging categories and special exhibits, because I know there's you know there's awards to be won, and then you've also got some areas set off that are uh, for, for uh, special groups and special purposes. We call it Streets of Rods on Saturday. 
and the streets of rods for Springfield. Uh, the one I really love is 29 below. That's for the car owners that are under the age of 30. So you got to understand you can bring cars that are as old as the, as the youngest people, <laughs> but it becomes a 29 below is really a good one. Uh, outstanding interior. We do a deal called pros pick. Uh, that's some of the high dollar cars that uh, like to be judged. Uh, fast revolution award. That's, that's one that's done by, uh, uh, fast revolution company comp cams. Um, it's gotta, it's gotta be a car. It's got a heavy duty motor. So, uh, you know, that's one of those fast revolution deals. Uh, we also do Ford and Ford. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because street rods for years. And we talked about earlier, I've got two street rods, both which have Chevrolet motors in them. One is a Chevrolet and one's a Ford. Uh, so Ford decided, Hey, we want some more Ford motors. So, uh, we've got one category that's Ford and a Ford. (laughs) <laughs> and then Lady Rodder Lane, that's uh, for the females that bring their own cars out. And, you know, we sometimes think about this as a, as a guy's hobby, but, uh, hey, them girls like cars too. And oh, they, yeah. they own them and they drive them. You know, there's a good friend of mine uh, who's married to one of the guys in uh, Los Punk Rods. They put on Greaserama. She, she was a wrencher from a, uh, as a child. Uh, her dad was the one that got her into it and they would uh, work on this and that. And when she was a teenager, they, what, what is it? A, a Hillman? Yeah. Um, just little blobby uh, pre Ford car. And that <laughs> she loves that vehicle and they worked on it together. And uh, not only she's also a model. So I'm like, how the hell did all that work? That's all. That's a lot in one package, Tammy. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, that, it's got to have good fingernail polish to cover up that grease under the fingernail. <laughs> if you paint Just it black, black, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. all black. Uh, and so it's, it's awesome to, uh, to see the, I, I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to, uh, the inclusion, you know, especially yeah. getting the, the quote unquote younger uh, people involved in this, because we've talked about this before in this show and on our, uh, our brother podcast, Driven Radio Show, the fact that getting younger people involved into the car scene is part of uh, keeping. It's, it's going to keep it alive. It's, yeah. it's how we keep this alive. And oh yeah, it's you know one of these days. I mean, we're all going to be gone, and uh, somebody's going to need to drive this uh, this Ford and the Chevrolet I've got, and somebody's going to need to to drive the other cars. You know, and that's uh, and part of that is I told one of the guys years ago when we opened up to the later models, he was not particularly excited that we opened to the later models. He wanted to stay pre forty nine. Oh yeah. And I said, you know, if, if we don't introduce some of these young people to 32 Fords, they're not going to know what the heck they are or not care anything about them. And, uh, you know, so we go out of our way to try to make young people feel uh, welcome. And uh, matter of fact, our, our deal, we were talking earlier, a good friend of ours in show me rod and customs down in Nexa uh, built us a 32 Ford that we gave away in Louisville. Oh. Uh, just drew, you have to be a registered participant, have a car on the grounds. And uh, we drew a, a fellow's number, and he drove away with a 32 Ford turnkey. I mean, it was it was imagine? neat stuff. That would be heartbreaking, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that would just – that'd be terrible. I, I'd have to force myself to drive that all the way home if I could stop going. Oh, man, it, it'd be tough. But uh, – and last year we gave, a, we gave another Ford uh, Roadster away, and we also gave a uh, 72 Nova away. So, uh, you know, on the 50th, you got to give something special. So you do two. And, uh, so we, tr- <laughs> we try real hard to, to keep everybody happy and, and, uh, keep things going. Uh, I will mention our commercial exhibitors. We do have commercial yes. exhibitors on site selling automotive related parts. And, uh, just to make sure you understand this is a uh, family deal. We've got an area we'll called women's world. It's arts and crafts. So the girls can come do something. We even have a quilt display on on Friday afternoon. Uh, a lot of ladies bring quilts, and they're pretty cool. So well, you know, we, we put everybody together. You might be able to do quilts that will work instead of Mexican blankets on the seats. There I mean, you go. That's a, a lot that's of ladies a, will do quilts with, uh, you know, with the T-shirt transfers, oh, you know, yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's pretty neat stuff. Well, awesome. And, and what about kids? If, if we're dragging along, you know, the kids and cadets and, uh, and they start getting kind of, you know, they've seen enough shiny cars and, you know, we can't get enough chrome. Uh, it's my understanding you've got stuff going on for all in the family. 
all all ages all uh you know we'll do some kids games and and stuff like that we'll give them something to do and uh you know if they really get bored we can give them a rag and let them polish something <laughs> <laughs> oh that, uh, that's like a true dad <laughs> you take this microfiber i don't want to see any streaks yeah, yeah. and go let them do the wheels they're down there close to them so <laughs> Well, there's so much going on, and it's so very, very big. Uh, joining the NSRA, uh, do you have to be a member, or uh, or is it? This is just you open. Have to, you have to be a member to register a car, uh, and they can handle that for you at the registration area. Uh, but if you if you just like to be a member, uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, you know, we're we're a group of group of folks that that love what we do. We do 11 events around the country. Uh, One-year membership is $30, and uh, we put out a magazine every month, full-color magazine to each one of the members. gives you uh, coverage of the events plus, you know, applications for the upcoming events. And uh, we got a little bit messed up this year because of the COVID, but, you know, we normally start in in April, and we go through uh, September. So, you know, we're we're loving loving the area, loving what we do. But uh, we want more folks to join us. I mean, it is yeah. a fun time, and if you if you do it for, if you do it right, you know, you join, and then you get ready to go to an event. Let's say you don't have a car ready. Go ahead and register for the event. Put down whatever car it is you'd love to have. Okay. <laughs> register that car. Now you can't you can't drive your late model on the grounds, but you can walk up, get registration, get your buttons. Okay. Uh-huh. Walk up to the gate, show them your button, and you're in for free. So, uh, oh, you know, dog. There you go. There you go. It so works better. Kind of- it's actually cheaper to do that than it is to buy adult tickets for a weekend. 38 bucks for a season pass, basically. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I think I can make that work. <laughs> See? Because all I could do is write the name of a car. <laughs> and I was looking I at that register. That- Put a helmet on there or whatever. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I-, I was looking at. Looking at that uh, that membership last week, going, mm-hmm. I think is, I figured this one out. This dog's going to hunt. If you want more information, we've got a website. It's www.nsra-usa.com. And uh, follow us on Facebook. You know, we'll we'll be running some uh, uh, real-time stuff when we get down to uh, down to Springfield, some FaceTime, and, and uh, just see what we're doing. We'd love to have you out. That's fun. Now, you, you mentioned, and we have to know, you mentioned you have two rods, one's a Ford, one's a Chevy, both with Chevy motors. Okay, spill the beans. What do you got? Well, <laughs> I've got a 38 Chevrolet two-door sedan that's been chopped three inches. Uh, we've had it since 1983. We put it on the road, and uh, it has a, a 327, 300-horse uh, motor, that's 350 funny. turbo. And uh, then we've got a 30, uh, 37 Ford that has a 350 Chevrolet. And uh, 700R transmission. That's our road car. Uh, we we put uh, 140,000 miles on the Chevrolet, and uh, we decided we better go through it. You know, kind of update. So we bought this 37 Ford from a buddy of mine, <laughs> and it now has 95,000 miles on it. And I still haven't done the Chevrolet. So we're too busy going up and down the road <laughs> to get anything fixed. You know, but uh, well, good on you, you know. for driving it. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. If I told somebody a while back if I was just going to uh, sit in the garage and look at it, I'd get me a picture and put it on a wall. It's a whole lot easier to keep clean. All right, Jim, 37th Mid-America Street Rod Nationals, Springfield, Missouri. The days, and what can we do? If you're a participant, you can come in on Thursday, and uh, they do some special things. They're actually, Thursday evening, we're going to go down to uh, Show Me Rod and Customs and okay. do a little tour of their facility in Nexa. So, uh, you know, and there's, there's several other things going on, but, uh, you know, we would love to have everybody come down and, and of course, you know, it's eight to five, uh, on, on Friday and Saturday, eight to noon on Sunday. And Sunday's kind of a, kind of a neat time because it seems like a short day, but that is circle of winners day. That's when, uh, all the guys from pros pick or, or, uh, the ones that were selected from, uh, outstanding interior 29 below. All those come to an awards area. And then we have some rep picks, our, our state reps and our state safety inspectors. 
uh, we'll go out and pick some cars. And uh, when we're talking about safety inspection, I got to tell you, we have our own safety inspection for the National Street Rod Association. Uh, It is a 23-point inspection that we do on cars, and we'll actually end up uh, putting a sticker on the window. You know, if you pass all 23, you'll get a sticker that says 23 inspected. Uh, we, we have inspected, uh, I think right now we're, we're a little over half a million cars as we started. Wow. And uh, it's, it's no charge to the car owner. Uh, the folks don't get paid to do don't it. Don't you look you at know. me. I know it won't pass. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll check, they'll check things on your car and make sure, you know, a lot of times when you get in a, you get in a hurry and, and, uh, you don't get all the bolts done just right, and you got things that are, you know, maybe bolts a little short, and you think, ah, we're good enough. But our guys will look at it and make sure that everything uh, is the way it needs to be. And uh, that's a fun thing. You know, we've done that for many years. You got and, a clutch uh, so heavy it'll wear your butt out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the neat part about these guys is nobody makes judgment. You know, they just yeah they look at the car if they see something and uh, – I had the 37 inspected a couple of times here a while back. I do it every year, but uh, we had done, we used to do a deal from Sacramento, California to Tampa, Florida. They were back-to-back shows. And we would literally drive the 37 from Sacramento to Tampa. That's wow. cool. That's a haul. We, I'd go by a safety inspection area on uh, Saturday before we left on Sunday and let them go through the car. Yeah. And they literally have saved me a ton because they'll find a bolt, they'll find something. I uh, went one time and the brake, light, brake lights were out. I'd already loaded the car, and the guy said, your brake lights are out. And I said, they can't be out. Look at them. The brake light <laughs> switch had, had quit. So oh, I went up to the parts, parts area and got me another brake light switch, put it on. Those are the things that if they break on the side of the road, yeah. you know, you're in a little bit of a hassle. You yeah, know? you are. Safety inspection guys look at it, and they, they can keep you from having that issue. And, Plus, they were uh, they, able, they saved me more than once. And they were able to take that Michael Buble CD out of your CD player uh, before you had a tragedy with that. So, uh, well done you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible <laughs> having to sit on the side of the road and listen to that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> I'd rather eat the CD. <laughs> 2020 NSRA 37th annual Mid-America Street Rod Nationals happening in Springfield, middle of October. You don't want to miss this. It is going on. Now, you can always uh, stop by uh, nsra-usa.com to make sure the the, uh, details on the events, etc. But I'm feeling pretty confident. I don't know about you, but I I feel like this is going to happen. We've we're uh, uh we're seeing so much good stuff going on and i can't wait for this to go on and it's kind of down in my neck of the woods i grew up in branson been to uh uh been to springfield i can't tell you how many times glenstone there's great places in springfield to check out while you're there that mili- the military uh graveyard is an amazing place uh, oh, to yeah. go it's, i with all due respect to it it uh it's a great place for for photographs but also to pay some interesting respects for uh, civil war uh, soldiers and soldiers uh, all across. How many miles is it from here to Springfield? Let's see. I usually do it in hours and it's around two and a half hours uh, from Kansas city, two and a half to three, depending upon how closely you follow recommended speed limits. So <laughs> a couple hundred miles. Well, I, you uh, you know, know, we, we had talked earlier, you know, you grew up in, in Branson and, uh, my stepdad was in the in the Air Force, and I graduated high school in a little town east of you guys called Nobnoster, and uh, yes. between Warrensburg and Sedalia, and uh, you know that's where I did my senior year of high school and went over to Warrensburg for a little bit and did Central Missouri State, nice. which is now the University of Central Missouri. I think is what they call it now. Yeah. But uh, uh, so uh, we got a lot of friends around that area, and I want to give them a shout out. Hey, if you see this, come on down and see us in, oh, in yeah. Springfield. Absolutely. That's kind of our plan. So 200 miles to Springfield, roughly? Yeah, 180. Let's say 180. Okay, 180 divided by, let's say, five. Uh, what is that? That's, uh, that's what, 36? Right, yeah. Okay, 36 gallons of gas, one Five away. miles to the gallon. <laughs> oh, my God. You're talking Vlad, aren't you? Hey, you damn right I am. <laughs> 
You, dual quads on top of that 409. That thing sucks so much gas. 409 engine, 4.09 miles to the gallon. Yeah, like it's all a theme. Like our buddy, like our buddy Chris Deganchi says, you got to quit. You got to turn the car off when you're getting gas, so the pump can catch yeah. up. The only thing you can't pass is a gas station. Well, that's better than the, the old car we used to have. You pull in the station and you check the gas and fill up the oil. <laughs> Been there too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, it's good, but uh, you know it's it'll be a fun time. You guys need to come down and uh, absolutely you know, uh, get on in there. And, and uh, now that you're a member, you can come down. You can just get your passes, and you can, both of y'all come in all weekend long. You See, are bona fide, by God, <laughs> I am bona fide. <laughs> That's awesome, Jim. Thank you so much for joining us and let us know about the 2020 Mid America Street Rod Nationals, and we really look forward to meeting you. Hey, come on down and see us, and uh, don't forget Sunday we're doing church at 10 o'clock with uh, Four Calvary out of uh, they're out of Nexa as well. Hey, we got a lot of folks coming in, so uh, we do a little something for everybody. Awards time is one o'clock on Sunday. You'll see all the winners, all the circle of winners, and just uh, come on, have a big time. I will not kid you. I want to go to this. Um, uh, I'm already working out in my head where I'm going to get a trailer and we stick Vlad on it and hook it up to the navigator and drag it down there. And what's kind of cool is we could probably park the navigator. I, my sister, my big sister, Sissy, uh, lives in Fairgrove. Really? And so we might be able to park it there, pull Vlad off, and that's about probably right around 10 to 12, well, about 15 miles away. I promise you with something like this, they've got excellent parking for trailers oh, for, and yeah. trucks and <laughs> uh, everything for, else. Uh, uh, members in good standing, bona fide members I like paid you. Up. I paid up. <laughs> I, I put my $38 in. I'm good. Yeah. I had a credit card and everything. That is, uh, that's exciting. And Jim's just the nicest guy. He is uh, a sweetheart of a guy. And that high boy they gave away has got me regretting not joining much earlier. <laughs> Damn. He showed us a picture on Zoom. Oh. It was, uh, because oh. oh. what I need is another car. <laughs> and built in Nixa. There you go. Where Jason Bourne was born. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you know, funny little side note, and then I'll wrap this up. Um, I went to Nixa one time to look at a 55 Plymouth, and I should have bought the son of a gun. Nixa uh, or the Plymouth? Uh, <laughs> it might have been the same price. Uh, I should have bought the Plymouth. It ran. It was a six banger. Uh, you know, and I was I was looking for the replacement for my one from high school, sure. which was a two door Savoy, and this was a, a six banger Plaza. So it was bottom of the line, but it ran mm-hmm. and it could roll. It was six hundred dollars. You didn't buy that. I didn't buy it. Oh, I'm just gonna beat you. This and this was you know in the two thousand aughts. So this was about 2005, 2006. There's no help in some kids. Uh, you know, you just there, there's things you do in life that you regret, and sometimes you just have to forgive yourself. I haven't yet, but. <laughs> some people's children. If I get that 56, I'll be good. I'll for come up. So uh, thank you so much for joining us all this way. There's nothing like having uh, good friends along as we yak about grease, gears, and cool car stuff. Be sure to visit us on Facebook at Road Muscle Radio. We're at roadmuscleradio.com with the podcasts and other stuff. We're also on Twitter. I'm Catfish Groves. And I am Brett Hatfield. We'll catch you down the road on Road Muscle Radio.